I dedicate this as an offering to the three treasures of the true Buddhism of the sowing. We pray that their power, beneficent, and influence ever more powerfully prevail. Nam myoho renge kyon, nam myoho renge kyon, nam myoho renge kyon. Welcome to another edition of Soka Gakkai Becoming Nature and Shoshin member. I'm your host, Zan Zan. You can call me whatever you like. I used to be a Soka Gakkai member for 10 years. Now I practice Nature and Shoshu. Been doing it for about a year and a half. Worlds of difference, worlds of difference. Some fundamental questions you have to ask when you practice a religion. Things about source and effect and comparison and things like that. And so this practice really tries to refute the heresy of slander of the ninth consciousness of the Buddhahood, of, of the source of Nami Haringa Kyo's power. It's a secret law, although to, to speak out against it is is really one of the only ingredients for Buddhahood in this lifetime. And so I didn't tell you, but I started to have a bus ride. Pardon me, I'm at, I'm at the cafe. I'm at Cafe Mario. Uh, on my bus ride to work, my new bus ride to work, I linked up with two buses with an old friend of mine from when I was in the Sokagakai, who we were in the same district. I was his district leader and his unit leader and Gajakai to get we, we 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 volunteered at the Seattle Buddhist centers uh, together and things like that. Strong karmic connection. His family also came from Nichiren Shoshu days when SGI and Nichiren Shoshu were more more harmonious together, united instead of one worshiping Ikeda, instead of following the guidance of the only person with the religious authority to create Kohon Sons, it's high priest, Nichiren Shoshu. Anyway, my friend and I would chant together a lot and read a lot together and go and try to talk to people about Buddhism together. So naturally, I wanted to share this practice with him of Nichiren Shoshu, and I offered him a Gongyo book first. Because we were waiting at a bus stop together in between the two buses. And I said, hey, you want this Gongyo book? This is the one I was looking for. It, it has what I thought I had with the other one. And he's like, I don't know, no. He's like, I have one like this already. I said, okay, at least you have one. And the next day I, thought, I said, well, maybe he wants a publication. So I said, hey, you want this magazine? Nature Choshu Monthly. It's full of awesome stuff from priests and pictures of the head temple. And he, he took that. He took that and it took some, like, took me like saying, it's just information, you know, it's just, you can compare, you can create your own opinion by, by reading it yourself and not just believing what people are telling you to do. Which, you know, Silver Gaga is telling him to vanquish the priesthood, right? Interesting, interesting. These people devoted to lasting peace. Why? Why would you vanquish them? That is not good. Okay, back to the story. So the weekend goes by. Now it was a whole week. I see him every day, five days a week that we go to, to work, <laughs> to school, to work, to the school of life. And I just thought, well, I'm a coward and, a, and lacking in compassion if I don't just try to say, hey, this helped me. I was in your shoes too. And remember? And so I, I did that, and this last time, this morning actually, on the way here, between this podcast and the last podcast that I made this morning, I thought, oh no, actually one more time before today, I offered him a pair of Juzu, because I remember he always had like this interesting 
respect about the Jews who, that I could tell was from the old days of Major Shoshu and SGI combined. And I thought, he'd probably really appreciate our pair of real Jews who have the eye-opening ceremony done on them that are connected to the Daigohonsam. And it's the only way you can do it right anyway, but lift him up. I thought, okay, this would be a great gift. I said, I showed him to him, and he laughed and said that they have the exact same ones. He was going off of the appearance of them. The SGI's slew of beads that they have, the, the least, least expensive ones you can buy look like the just standard nature and shosha beads. Although you can, you can get other beads. You can get beads and then request that the, eye, the eyes be opened on them, uh, that kind of thing. And if they're done right, the chief priest inspects them. I mean, you, you don't have to have the beads that I was giving him, but those are the ones that you usually get. And they're, they're, the quality are very different than the SGI ones. They don't break. Of course, you don't rub them together at all. You don't, that's another thing you don't do. I mean, when you rub your hands together, what I, what, as the kind of magic energy guy that I was, I thought, well, that's brilliant. You rub your hands together and everyone's doing it. You're generating ch like energy, static electricity, uh, bioelectricity, chakra, chi, whatever you call it. And it's the heart chakra, or it's the, the, the frequency of the, of the arms and chest and heart and lungs and you, a lot of your emotions. That frequency is in your hands, and when you rub them together, warm them up. Any body workers out there, massage therapists, you know, um, Reiki practitioners, anybody out there knows the hands have this energy. So when you rub them together like that, it, the, the heart region is also one of the uh, most involved in this physical realm. So you can make things happen with your heart, you know, like the, the face that sailed a thousand ships or something, you know things happen when people's hearts are moved. So I thought it was brilliant. Everyone was rubbing their hands together, wishing for stuff. <laughs> but in Nietzsche and Shoshu, you do not rub your beads. So these beads, there's so much, there's so much more energy in them because it's not being just rubbed out and, you know, get beads and they break. And if you're, and if you get a nice repair of beads, you can actually have them sent to the head temple to, to be repaired. Isn't that wonderful? And they come back. It's almost like your beads went out a little toes on. <laughs> Hopefully you're not as busted as some of the beads that go there when you first go to the head temple. Me and I'm speaking for myself too. Hopefully I'm not <laughs> like a busted pair of beads. No, I, I'm actually setting my sights for this next year. The year of vibrant shakabuku. They put off the commemorative 800 year of the Founders' Advent Tozon pilgrimage uh, because of the pandemic, and so they're doing it next year. And how wonderful would it be if, if to go to the source of Namya Ringdejo's power, the one that's been trying to, you know, like the place that the SGI tried to keep away from, from you, from me, from everybody, and instead go there and see for myself. And so let's go see for ourselves. Let's go to the ever-chanting temple. Let's go to the Miedo. And let's, let's participate in a ceremony. Let's, let's offer to help out or clean or something. <laughs> right? Let's, let's appreciate the 700-year-old forest around the head temple grounds. That was a sincere Gokuyo offering from a Hokeko believer years ago. It turned into a forest. Oh, and that Gohon zones are made out of 
things that are just, I just, I don't know how to think about it because I haven't been, although I am planning to. So, here's to that. I was actually going to read a little bit today. I realize I've been talking so much that I don't want to get myself in any trouble. Please call a temple. That's the whole point. I'm trying. If I say something so crazy, it's probably just because you're supposed to call a temple anyway. Okay. It's, it's going to get you to call the temple because you're like, what did this guy say? This guy's crazy. Okay, this is out of Guideposts and Faith, The Importance of Making a Vow. Out of the Yoko Magazine, June 2011. Now, this article is actually coming out of the Nature and Shosha Monthly as well. And it's the December 2011 Nature and Shosha Monthly. Okay, and then if you have that book at home, we're on page 16 by that uh, magazine. Here we go. In the glossary of the opening of the eyes, Kaimokusho, Daishonin instructs, quote, This I will state, let the gods forsake me, let all persecutions assail me. Still I will give my life for the sake of the law. Shariputra practiced the way of the Bodhisattva for sixty kalpas, but he abandoned the way because he could not endure the ordeal of the Brahman who begged for his eye. Now those who received the seeds of Buddhahood in the remote past, and those who did so from the sons of Daitsu Buddha. Many abandoned the seeds and suffered in hell for the long periods of Gohyokujin Dingo and Sanzenjin Dingo, respectively, because they followed evil companions. Whether tempted by good or threatened by evil, if one casts aside the Lotus Sutra, one destines oneself for hell. Here I will make a great vow though I might be offered the rulership of Japan, if I would only abandon the Lotus Sutra, accept the teachings of the Kamuryoju Sutra, and look forward to rebirth in the Pure Land, though I might be told that my father and mother will have their heads cut off if I do not recite the Nembutsu, whatever obstacles I might encounter, so long as men of wisdom do not prove my teaching to be false, I will never yield. All other troubles are no more to me than dust before the wind. I will be the pillar of Japan. I'll be the eyes of Japan. I'll be the great ship of Japan. This is my vow, and I will never forsake it. Gosho, page 572. When we set out to accomplish major or minor endeavors, we always must make a determination as a first step, and then vow to carry it out. Otherwise, we will be unable to act or achieve results in the future. On this point, the German author Johann Wolfgang von Goethe states, quote, You are your thoughts. What you choose to think about and what you conceptualize will determine the course of your life, end quote. In other words, how our lives will turn out will be determined by the nature of the objectives and the power of our intention to reach them. When one does not put any thought or desire toward accomplishing the goal, actualization becomes impossible. In contrast, when we put a great deal of thought toward making something happen and support it with intent, numerous possibilities arise. And we achieve the goal. In daily life, the importance of making a pledge or vow is crucial before one takes action. In Buddhism, before undergoing Buddhist practice, we also start by making a vow. The great Master Tentayan of China explains that if we did not make a vow, it would be like an ox with no one to pull its reins. The ox would be unsettled and would not be able to proceed. Where would such an ox end up? When making a vow, and upholding it, one can make continuous progress in Buddhist practice. 
and eventually reach one's destination, the final goal. Generally speaking, in Buddhism, one makes a determination to attain enlightenment while saving others from their sufferings and pain, giving them great joy and the ability to reach enlightenment. Such individuals are called bodhisattvas. Bodhisattvas setting out for the first time to practice Buddhist austerities always make universal vows. This article goes on and on, and I love that you know, making a vow concept. See, in the SGI, it's interesting. It's very interesting because they, they have a lot of them have read a lot of this stuff, um, and how can they not see that it's just being stolen and re, repasted back? Okay, in the SGI, you said remember your vow. That's that's. There's even songs that have it as a lyric. It's like, remember your vow. That they, they teach to the elementary school kid division. So let me just kind of laugh and say, yeah, let's remember your vow of Gojukai vows. Let's remember that, you know, you're supposed to really stick with the priests and the Daigohons. Let's remember these vows, right? I'm laughing my head off thinking about it like that. Rem yeah, remember your vow. But they talk about this vow for Kosen Rufu with their mentor, this to vow to their mentor that they'll achieve the Kosen Rufu that he's talking about. That's kind of like what they believe, where their vow is somehow they are definitely, you know, they they get up on a pedestal and say that they are a, a certain type of being. That is. That it, a bodhisattva, I mean, usually a bodhisattva to say you're a bodhisattva is an arrogant thing to say. It's like saying, I'm a super person. I'm, I, I care so much. Instead, you know, with your actions, you could do that instead of saying it all the time. But if you say it enough, you start to believe it, even if it's not true. I mean, if it's true, great. Save the world. Let's go. Then, if it's not true, then you just cause a lot of suffering for you and others. And so, this vow thing is interesting. Kosen Rufu is the vow that we are united under in Nichiren Shoshu. And that is the vow that I think, in the real sense, is the one worth fighting for in a good way, but peacefully, long time chanting, not fighting in any way, sense, or form, to reveal the true teachings without being, without selling a bunch of books about them, changing it. We want to return to the original Kohon song. Let us return. And for those of you wanting the numbers of the Nichiren Shoshu temples here in America, and soon I'll have the numbers for other ones, I'm just going to put this at the end of every episode. Um, Los Angeles area, Myohoji Temple, phone number 323-565-2888. Uh, New York area, Myosetsuji Temple, phone number 718-961-7269. Hawaii Hon. Hawaii Honsaiji Temple, I believe, 808-235-8486. San Francisco area, Myoshinji Temple, that's the temple I belong to, woohoo! 510-222-8372. Uh, Washington, D.C. area, 
Washington, Washington D.C. area, Myo Senji Temple, three zero one five nine three nine three nine seven. Vancouver area, Myo Shoji Temple, six zero four five eight zero three nine nine three. And if you're in Brazil, the phone number there for the temple is one one five five eight one eight two one five. Thank you, and please call them with your questions. They have wonderful answers. Email them. Um, seek the law.